Ladies and gentlemen, niggas and crackers, guys, gals, and, and non-binary pals, hot girls and city boys, saints and ain'ts, and, and all our Harlem family, welcome, welcome to your very own podcast. Justin, a.k.a. Papiotin, a.k.a. Tachilla, a.k.a. Urkel, but cute. And I'm here with... Yo, it's your boy Jude, a.k.a. Sinbad Stefanucci, a.k.a. Scrappy-Doo, <laughs> a.k.a. The Fresh Prince of Jefferson Park. What's cracking, y'all? Um, we are doing a different kind of episode today. Um, if we haven't made it very clear to you by now by us saying it a bunch, uh, we're both martial artists and um, amateur competitive fighters sometimes. Yeah, sometimes uh, we I fought last year. Yeah, and you fought this year. How'd it go? How'd that go? I didn't get much of a story from you. How'd um, that go? Well, for me, my my personal experience that day was disappointing more, even more so than last year, because I didn't actually get to fight anyone. Like I spent the whole day only to wind up fighting our friend Jeff. Uh, whereas last year, at least I got to fight two guys that. I didn't know. Yeah. And we we had to do Kali against each other, but yeah. that was different. That was not fun. It, it was just like sparring. I was just like, eh, yeah. whatever. So oh. that's always disappointing, especially because this year I was really like, oh, I'm okay, I'm going to go Yo, in there. Yo, you're always serious. Fight. And we were ramping up. But I was happy to see how everyone else did. Um, you know, uh, Mohammed performed really well, Xavier, all these guys. So um, All the niggas are nasty. Watch, yeah. watch out for them in like three or four years. Oh, yeah. Xavier Negron, going to be... A.K.A. Ice. Okay, Ice. Yeah, he's gonna be the top. Like, what do you think he might be? One forty-five, one fifty-five, one thirty-five. Well, I think when he's when he's, he's six chilling feet tall, out, he's he's we're the same size. Like, even though he wears his weight differently than I do, he we're around the same size. I think he's one fifty-six. So, and I and I he I'm might go lighter then. Even though yeah. I don't think he should, because I think weight 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 cutting is dangerous. Right. It's you. They basically just dehydrate themselves and they deplete themselves before a fight. Yeah. I understand that you have to be the same way to make it even but i don't get how why that fighters or especially the ufc doesn't have like five pound or uh weight classes by 10 pounds mm. you have to cut so much weight yeah and what's the stigma of like fighting at the weight you live in yeah i don't know why i don't i've never understood why that's an issue but you know this is uh, just fight at the weight you live in and yeah. if you have to lose like five pounds that's one fine. thing but yo niggas be cutting mad if it weight. happens in the course of you training for the fight then that makes sense as opposed to you like doing you know apple diets or water diets where you're just like i mean it's the type of stuff they do to these guys who have to like hugh jackman when he had to get in shape for wolverine in the latter movies oh my god like the you know the type of stuff he had to go through just to to have one shirtless shot <laughs> same with um what's his name uh josh brolin oh for thanos no, 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 no. For um, the Deadpool joint. Oh, was, Cable. Um, cable. I forgot about that. Yeah. I was like, Thanos, he was in pajamas for that whole shoot. But yeah. Yeah. And then who else? Uh, who else had to lose mad weight or get mad brolic? Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. That's a big Pratt. example. Chris Pratt got mad big. Yo, I think a lot of the thing, though, is that they're on roids. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't know anything about that. So Stallone was on roids. Schwarzenegger's on roids. 
I, but a lot of those stars from the '90s, '80s crazy action movies, sure, that were just ridiculous roids. But it was, but it was easier to hide that stuff back then. Like, and also there are so many different ways to work out now that, like, it, when you're getting paid however much money, you know, you're Chris Evans, and they say you got to get in Captain America shape again, you're gonna do it. There ain't nothing wrong with it. Well, or like an acting job, it's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Um, when it comes to sports, it's different. That is different. Yeah, that is very different. Uh, which brings us to, you know, I guess the, the, the topic of today's episode. So we wanted to really focus on, um, there's a UFC 246? It's 245. 245 um, coming up. It's next weekend with Kamaru Usman. Yeah. Nigerian Nightmare fighting against Colby Covington. Yeah. The little Col- KKK member with all C's in his name. <laughs> um, Colby Chaos Covington. Yeah. Um, and there are a few other fights. And we just want to, you know, um, this is obviously going to be an a episode. few other fi- a few other fights. We're going to disregard Amanda Nunez well, and Jermaine Durandame. That was yeah. That's the only other one we're talking about. Did we not see her? We were just watching this woman fight. She yeah. She's a she's a monster. A monster. Yeah. I'm afraid of that woman. Me too. She's terrifying. You could easily kill both of us. Easily. Yeah. With a hand tied behind her back. Um, but into her braids like this. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, this is obviously going to be an episode for more for a specific uh, audience. But um, even if you don't maybe pay attention to fighting and you just like listening to us talk, which I'd be surprised by. Um, Surprise. <laughs> We're charismatic individuals. We're young, black and braggadocious, bro. What are you talking You're about? Right. That was me being uh, self-deprecating. Don't be, don't be self-deprecating. Don't be humble, OK? You're not Kendrick. Sit down. Boost up, nigga. But um, point being, uh, hopefully you hang with us anyway. Uh, we wanted to open with, uh, you know, our first experiences with sport fighting. So, Jude, do you remember the first either boxing or MMA match you watched? All right. Well, the first boxing match I watched was my mother got me these Muhammad Ali DVDs for Christmas. Oh. And I watched his three fights with Joe Frazier. That was, I mean, I watched documentaries about Ali and I already knew what would happen. Mm. But... Yo, the thing about those fights is that Joe Frazier was a bad dude. And at first, so something that Joe Frazier did was hook guys over, I think it's to his left or his right. Mm. I can't recall what it was, but he was blind in one eye Mm. after a while. And that's how he got that punch. So he bring him over to where he can see and just say, boom. That's really smart. And... But that was like his life. Like Joe Frazier was a really amazing fighter, and he doesn't get a lot of love right. because he fought Ali, and Ali shitted on him <laughs> a lot. It was terrible. You mean like impress or like impress? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Ali went to his gym in Philadelphia, decided to live in Philadelphia uh-huh. just to fuck with him, and he called him all types of Uncle Tom's, white man's champ, right? Um, ugly called him a gorilla. It was real beef. These two fought on like TV on a little TV show yeah. one time, because Ali kept getting under his skin, and mm. Joe never forgave him for shit. It was real beef. Just bad blood, yeah. Yeah, it was really bad blood. But you know why? Also, because Frazier was helping Ali get his um, license back from the draft uh. when, he, when he left. When he didn't um, go to Vietnam, Frazier was a little like, "Yo, let's get this man his license back," and he advocated for Ali to get him back. Oh, and then Ali. Was just Ali flipped it on him. Like that's really interesting. Listen, I love Muhammad Ali with all my heart. Yeah. I met the man, right? And but he was really, really fucked up. Sometimes mm. he was really fucked up. 
But I love the man to death. Yeah, well, I mean, my daddy fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the, obviously, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, for a lot of people, uh, heavyweight boxers of all time. Yeah, you know, you watch him fight, and uh, you you mesmerized. You understand why he had the impact he had. You know, he, he had other people. He had other people saluting him. Yeah, he was beautiful. Yeah, like in in the ring, it was beautiful. But I I'd say a lot of the guys he fought don't get the credit they deserve. Sonny Liston doesn't get the credit he deserves. Yeah, Sonny Liston knocked niggas out with a jab. Yeah, but he because they were going up against yeah the champ, it, and so they were overshadowed even in even in you know an impressive performance. Um, yeah, that's definitely even the ones he beat. Uh, Ken Norton doesn't get a lot of love. Um, Larry Holmes got no love because he was the last one to, to fight, fight Ali. Yeah, and we talked about that last time. Yeah, and uh, Leon Spinks doesn't get that much love. Uh, who else? I forgot. I forgot who he lost to. You know, but those are the ones I can think of in my head: is Joe Frazier, Spinks, and Larry Holmes. Mm. And uh, yeah, and then for my um, UFC fight, I watched UFC one forty five. Uh, with um, it was George St. Pierre, Jake Shields, Jose Aldo, and Mark Hominick. Mm. Those are the names I can think of uh, off the top of my head. And it was because of my boss. So my old boss from my first job, uh, he took me under his wing when I was a little kid, and he brought me to his house to watch it. And so I'm watching it, and he lives right upstairs from his business. Right. And he just had to go work. You know, so I was just chilling in his crib. But he brought his, like, Russian girlfriend along. One of these Russian brides he had randomly. Uh-huh. Mail-order brides and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, man. And this nigga, you know, I'm, like, talking to her. I'm, like, 13 at the time. Just talking to her or whatever. He's taking a shower. Yeah, whatever, whatever conversation you could possibly have with this yeah, Russian woman. <laughs> yeah, you know. But she could speak English. Yeah. You know, and then they leave. I watch the fights. It's cool, whatever. You know, go home. You know, it was a pretty dope fight. Jose Aldo fucked niggas up. Mm. George St. Pierre beat up Jake Shields. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I can remember right now. It was, what, like eight years ago? Yeah. I. But then my boss continues to tell the story that I'm watching UFC fight in his crib and he's trying to get me to smash his girl. I'm like, what? <laughs> he would go on for men like, yo, this little nigga was scared. I'm like, nigga, I'm 13. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> fucking 35 year old Russian nope. chick no but, thank but, you but then but then think, you, you know how I end up and now I'm now I'm me right right. you know what I'm saying yeah you have a whole uh, to the mixed goodness to the mixed goddess you know what I'm <laughs> ah. I don't remember what the first um, whatchamacallit I don't remember what the first UFC fight I watched was because I wasn't really like I didn't really have access to it like we we didn't have pay per view mm-hmm. in my house for that or boxing so when we did watch stuff like that we went over to my cousin's place um, he lives out I think on like Long Island or somewhere you Not know far. that you have to drive and um, we would have we used to kind of have these like basically like guys nights out like oh that's would, lit yeah chill out in the, in his like he had this rec room downstairs with this massive TV and um, and he lent me like one of the reasons I. Uh, into Dragon Ball the way I am is because my cousin lent me he had these disc sets oh hell yeah I remember those I got like three of them joints with that fold out yeah yeah. I used to do marathons with those so oh god but I wish I was your best friend when we were like eight man that would have been dope watching (laughs) Dragon Ball all day those would have been the days yeah anyways but um so the so that led to me watching um Pacquiao v Mayweather Mm. in 2015 the first one oh that was fun and I remember that and like I kind of you know, I, I I knew who Muhammad Ali was. I knew like I, but I didn't really I didn't watch boxing. I didn't really I wasn't boxing like 
the experience I'd had with fighting or, or martial arts of any kind to that point had been karate, and then I'd stopped doing that for years. Yeah. So, like, I wasn't really, you know, thinking about it, but I remember watching it, and I remember being really in, interested and, and amazed kind of by the differences in their styles. Yeah. You know, Pacquiao, this, like, rabid, offensive, you know, fighter with a lot of... Um, Power and volume. Yeah, and a lot of technical skill. And, yeah. and Mayweather also being a, a supreme technician, but more on the defensive and countering angle. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, dope. And it felt like I was watching, you know, two titans go at it. Um, yeah. And then I, that kind of, you know, was the slow beginning to the snowball effect that became me being interested in, like, um, in watching fight sports. Um, yeah, it was, it, you know, it was a fun time. And your favorite boxer now is Lomachenko. Now it's Lomachenko. Yes, uh, I would. I would say like he's a bad dude. He's a bad man right there. Yeah, he's so. I mean, and it's interesting. To, it's also dope to watch him because he fights in a southpaw stance, like us, like we do. So it's it's. I can use a lot of his techniques. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think historically speaking, um, Sugar Ray Robinson. Oh yeah, Robinson is my favorite. Wait, which um, Sugar? Are uh, we talking about the one? The old one, not really Leonard. old one. Okay, because yeah. a lot of people get that mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Robinson, the Robinson guy who was fought a bad dude. Yeah, the one who fought uh, Raging Bull. Yeah, uh, Lamada, Jake yeah. Lamada. Yeah, they fought what five times or something like that. It was something like six. <laughs> they fought everyone in that time. Fought each other like ten times and with ridiculous records. Yeah, like a hundred wins and like twenty losses. Yeah. On some mob shit. Yeah, to be honest. On some mob shit. Because there's just beyond. On some mob shit. <laughs> you know, like. Because there's I nothing else to favor. do. Yeah. You, know? you take a full. Take a full from me. I sounded uh, Russian, bro. You take full. <laughs> you, you take, take full, full from me. For me. Um, you come from yeah, my hey, daughter's wedding. Hey, hey, you take a full. All right? I'll you take you a, a rich fucking man. full, my guy. Hey, I'll make you a rich man. Take a full. Don't insult right. me. Hey. Quit busting my balls, you man. Come, you, come, <laughs> you come to my place of business. You Disres- say you, disrespect my family. You say you... Say you want <laughs> Sorry, that was a big tangent. Point just being <laughs> that, um, yeah, Sugar Ray Robinson is dope. I think... He's like, fantastic, yeah. He was, he was fighting in a way that no one was really fighting back then. He was re- yeah. definitely ahead of his time. Uh-huh. Um, Sugar Ray, Lomachenko, Ali. Um, uh, who else do I really like? Not Leonard? I don't. I haven't watched enough of Leonard to say, but I know he was nasty. He was nasty, man. Yeah, he was nasty. His his foot. Did he? Uh, we were just talking about this downstairs. So remember the uh, him and Roberto Duran. Mm-hmm. So the first fight, I don't know if he got knocked out or it was stopped. I don't know what happened with the first fight, but um, Leonard lost, and he was like, "Nah, not Leonard or Robinson." No, no, no. Sugar Ray Leonard. Okay. Sugar Ray Leonard and R- Roberto Duran. Got you. So. He lost the first fight. I forgot how. But then he was like, nah, I'm fighting this nigga again immediately. And he played this mind trick on him. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about, I want to be, I want my kids to be just like Roberto Duran, confusing the fuck out this nigga. Mm. And in the fight, all he did was frustrate Roberto Duran. He'd stay away from him and just play with him a little bit. Mm-hmm. He'd just pop him a few times, get away, pop him a few times, get away, lay into him. Yeah. And Roberto was just like frustrated. He just didn't know what to do. And he just waved his arms. It was like, no mas. Like, fuck this nigga. Hmm. It was really confusing. And that caused a little bit of the downfall of Roberto Duran. Interesting. But then he, uh, who else did he fight? I forgot who else he fought that built him back up. And then they made a movie about him. 
and Usher plays Sugar Ray Leonard. Oh, Stone Hands or or the Hands of Stone. Hands of Stone. Yo. That is who that's about. Okay. Yeah, watch that movie, bro. It's I started good. watching it and I and I and I didn't finish it, but I do remember finish it. It's worth it. Yeah, I do remember him him being in that. And I okay, so Usher was playing Leonard. Usher was playing. Sugar he wasn't Leonard. playing Robinson. Oh, okay. The dude because he played. looks like he supposed to be playing Robinson almost like the way he's built just generally and that afro he has but got yeah. you oh interesting it's a good movie I remember yeah I um um it has Ana de Armas in it playing his wife playing Duran's wife or or his first wife or however many he yeah had. and Roberto no it was his only wife and that it was ridiculous because he named all of his sons Roberto <laughs> all his sons are named Roberto amazing it's just like come on son I have a friend, um, Mohammed Zubair, and he's from Bangladesh. Uh-huh. Shout out the American Prophet, and uh, that's his Instagram um, and his artist name. But point being, everyone in his family, like, it's like the his father and both him and his uh, two brothers are named Mohammed, so they're differentiated by their middle names in the house. But we just call them Mohammed or Mo because you know we're not going to call. We don't them. know any of them are the Mohammeds, right? But well, we know a few now. We but, all know. But yeah, that it's so like interesting how different cultures kind of deal with naming like that. Oh, the twins, you know, you know, with, with all the homie the twins. Yeah, what I was just when I was trying to tag them in that Instagram post I put up, I forgot that they have the same name. Yeah, so it's Douglas Alberto and Douglas Fernando. Why? I didn't find that out until they got their black belts. I'm, I go down, I look at their black belts. I'm like, wait, Douglas and Doug, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Your name's Douglas. They're like, yeah. I'm like. No one tells us this? Yeah, right. We're friends for like four years, <laughs> and you don't tell me your first name is Douglas? Don't worry about it. Alberto Fernando. You know who we are. Yeah. Um, really? Uh, well, I, I, I'll try not to do that to my kids. I also wouldn't name my kid after me anyway, because I don't think my name is like... It's not a cool enough name that you would want to do like Justin the Second. It's Justin fine. Justin the Second. <laughs> it's fine. I was almost Barry Jr. I was almost Cosmo. Cosmo? I was almost Muhammad or Kareem. My father wanted some Muslim ass names, but he was not even fucking Muslim. <laughs> and my mother wanted him. like Mario and Cosmo. Thank God they came up with Jude. Yeah. That's... My God. <laughs> me walking around in Cosmo. Come on, son. You see me as a Cosmo, bro? No, I definitely. I don't see anyone as a Cosmo outside of the cartoon character. <laughs> Honestly. Bro. Anyways, anyways. So your favorite fighters again. So yeah. it was Lomachenko, Ali. And Robinson. Robinson. Those are a three Top that three. I can easily... Those yeah. are three you can name. Yeah. All right. Myself, when it comes to boxing, it goes... I mean, honorable mentions, Muhammad Ali immediately felt like... It, I feel like that's for almost all of us. Yeah, so maybe he shouldn't even be on my list. You know, uh, <laughs> I'd say... Might be on there. Uh, yeah, but... um, Oh, Sweet Pea, Pernell Whitaker. Mm. Nasty. A defensive genius and... R.I.P. R.I.P. to the God, yeah. Um, Bernard Hopkins, mm-hmm. but you know his uh, career ended badly because he was just too old, didn't know how to quit, and he got knocked out of the ring. Like, come on, son, out uh, of the ring, or he got knocked out of the ring. Oh my god! But he was nasty the entire time. And yeah. then uh, there is, uh, let me go back. Uh, da, 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 da. I'd say Joe Frazier. Out of love, out of love, Joe Frazier. Yeah, that's dope. What about uh, MMA? MMA. <sighs> And I'm still learning. I don't like know if I have any favorite favorite like fight that I just love. Yeah. Because once I got into MMA, I just look at everyone for their skill and what I can take from them. Yeah. You know, I can't like just be like, yo, this is the fucking man. I would say I love John Jones because I met him. Oh, did you? 
Yeah, I met John Jones with my uh, big brother, Say. Yo, Say was cracking. <laughs> uh, I met John Jones, and John Jones is a really cool dude. Also met Ronda Rousey as well. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's mad cool. Even though I talk mad shit about her now. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, John Jones is up there. You know, Jose Aldo, I was I was really into because he was nasty. He, uh, his leg kicks were vicious. Like, he fought this dude, uh, Uriah Faber. Who, and Jose Aldo's going to fight at 245, the, um, the yes. pay-per-view next week. Yeah. And, it's, and one of the dudes he fought, Uriah Faber, is on that card as well. But they fought... I think like almost 10 years ago in the WEC mm-hmm. and he cracked this nigga's legs, mm-hmm. bro. Uriah Hall, no, Uriah Hall, no. Uriah Faber's like whole thigh was purple. Mm. And he had like walk on canes, yeah. on crutches for mad long. He just ripped his legs apart. Just crack, 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 crack. Nasty. And another favorite, uh, like, I, I'm just appreciative of whoever's Popping off at the times. I have guys I root for, you know, like Nate Diaz. Yeah. Uh, right now, I like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Masvidal mm-hmm. and Adesanya. You know, I was thinking about with Adesanya. He's basically just like us in, in our martial arts school. Yeah. He's this young, well, he's like 30, but yeah. He's this young black dude into his hip hop shit yeah. and into his anime. He's yeah. basically, he's basically super saying you. Yeah, <laughs> Loki. That's basically what he is. Cause you, cause yo, if you don't know, this man got on on a rant when it came to dancing, <laughs> and that's all this man Adesanya does is dance. Yeah, that's you too, bro. Yeah, he's into his anime. You're literally in a Japanese club to learn the language, <laughs> and so you can watch uh regular anime. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I take the class. I've been taking it for um. I may not continue next semester because it's 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 it is difficult and also it's not essential. It's an elective, so if I'm trying to graduate any kind of on time and I'm already not graduating on time, I'm not going to take it. But no, 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 it's not on time. It's your time. Your time is on time. All right, nigga. Well, true, but I'm my I'm tired. <laughs> I know you're tired. So am I, nigga. But yo, come on, it's on your time. It's not on time. On time is your time. Yeah. All so right. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Anytime, bro. I'm still probably not going to take it though. Cause nah, don't take it, bro. It's it. like if you're tired, <laughs> tired, man. Come on, yeah. I took a, I took two. Um, uh, I had to take two uh, classes in Italian. Mm. I'm tired, bro. But also the thing, I don't even need it for a language requirement because I fulfilled mine like an early. Uh, what was that? What? What did what, what you take? Language requirement. Yeah. Well, what language did you take? Oh, oh. In high school, I well, it started in middle school because we had oh. to take Latin. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Then I got to high school. I took French for two years. I was terrible at it. Oh. Uh. Um. Is it a disgusting language as I hear? It's not disgusting. I mean, it's it's fine, but it's a difficult... Like, the pronunciation is more difficult than any other language I've tried right. to study. And also, I, the tests were just... I couldn't do it. But um, it's interesting that you say that about Adesanya because that there was a night when... Um, I think you were there. It was a Wednesday night because um, I remember Divine was there and he only ever shows up on Wednesday. So... Um, we were, Sifu was going around and giving us like individual fighters to study based on our own styles. And uh-huh. Divine actually suggested Adesanya for me and I hadn't heard of him because I'm very, I'm a baby when it comes to UFC. So there's a lot of people I don't know and, yeah. and stuff I don't know. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I got into him and now I'm obsessed. Like I went back to his glory fights. The dude, Yo, was, he was nasty in glory. The dude is crazy. The kickboxing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he got knocked out once. Yeah. This guy, uh, Alexander Pereira. Now, Alexander Pereira is another guy you should watch for, but I don't think he's going to be getting into MMA. I think he's good mm. where he's at with kickboxing, and I hope Glory pops off. 
Yeah. You know, it's a good popping organization right now. Yeah, yeah, it's getting more traction. But I just wish, you know, things like kickboxing and even uh, sport jiu-jitsu got more... Were held in, in higher regard, yeah. Higher regard in the mainstream because, you know... It takes it's, just it's, as much skill. It takes just as much skill. And they still have to make weight. Exactly. Um, yeah, I would put Adesanya up there right now just because he's in the moment and because and uh, he has a lot of skill. He's going to reign Tara in the 2020s. Oh, forget about he's it. He's going to reign 20s. I would put John Jones up there, and when they fight, that's going to be very interesting. I'll, yeah, he's smart for not taking – I'm sorry if I'm interrupting you. Bro, no, go ahead. But he's smart for – like, nah, I won't wait two years because he's too – he's. Um, not as experienced yet, so he wants to. Yeah, you know, John Jones. Is, John Jones is Goku, basically. John Jones is like, Goku. I'm gonna wait for you to get stronger. Here's a Senzu bean. <laughs> and you know, go ahead and heal up, and then we'll fight. You know, um, yeah, that makes a lot of that does make a lot of sense. And, and giving himself what he knows will be a challenge if he feels like he would wash him now. Which yeah, I don't. I honestly I don't, know. don't know. I think Adesanya would have to work on his uh, grappling game. You know, his True. wrestling, his takedown defense, and even um, back. He, uh, back jujitsu. He has good takedown defense from what we from what little we've seen in his fights. But his, his is fought. it enough for for bones? I don't know. I don't know because John Jones is a strong, strong dude. Yeah, you know, and just as much as as experienced wrestler as almost anyone he's ever fought. Right. You know, um, I do think that, and I do have to watch more of his fights still. But Anderson Silva, Anderson Silva was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, Spider Man, Spider, not Spider Man, but. Basically, uh, yeah, <laughs> Spider Anderson Silva, um, a goat. I like this guy, um, Dos Anjos, who fought um, both Rafael Usman and uh, Covington. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I just like his his style. And speaking of Kamal Usman and Colby Covington, who do you think is going to get that? Who's going to take that dub? So here's the thing: we so, want someone to take a dub. Yeah. So this is where we get real nerdy with the fighting because I was taking notes while I was watching. You were taking notes. I don't take notes. I was taking notes while I was watching. Um, All right, hit me. So, basically, I, I watched Covington. I watched two fights from Covington. I watched him fight uh, Dos Anjos, and I watched him fight the other American guy whose name I can't remember. Robbie Lawler. Lawler. That was a... I mean, Covington obliterated he, him. He puts the pressure on you. Yeah. He doesn't let anyone have any space. Exactly. So He'll so, stay yeah. on you. He was just uh, grappling... Uh, he, he was in the clinch with uh, Dos Anjos the entire fight. Yeah. He couldn't get him off. Of him. And Dos Anjos is a third-degree Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Why the fuck didn't he just, like, get taken down? I don't know. I guess he wanted to stand up and strike him. But we'll get to Dos Anjos, because I think what he did is what Usman needs to do in order to beat Covington, which I think he can. Uh, but what, So what I noticed about Covington strength-wise, right— it's like what you just said. He has incredible stamina and offensive volume, yeah. which doesn't mean speed, but it's just like the level of he's, he's never he works. He hits you like he's working the bag, like yeah. you're a heavy bag and he's just working out his, you know, his anger mm -hmm. um, and his level. <laughs> like he just had a, he's taken his day out. Um, his level changes are really swift in terms of how he can like drop from, you know, and I'm only I know you know what it means, but explaining it for people who might mm -hmm. not yeah. um, how he can, you know, change where he is relative to his opponent. He can throw a punch and then drop for a double leg takedown and yeah. pull your, your legs out from underneath you. And uh, this like blanket wrestling technique he has where he kind of just lays on top of you and waits and puts all his weight into you. Kind of like Khabib, like which is yeah. what Xavier was saying downstairs is he's, he's kind of like the, the Khabib of his division. Yeah. And um, so there's that. And he's also really fluid as a wrestler. Like even though he's heavy, he moves into positions that are uncanny. Yeah. And he's content with not getting a takedown. Yeah. 
you know, he doesn't insist. Yes. You insist, you get tired and you strain yourself and you can leave yourself exposed to something else. If he doesn't get it, he's like, all right, fuck it, I'm good. Yeah. Just I'll clenching just up and hold on and you know, wear you out. Yeah. Just like taking you, taking a little bit of your soul with exactly. every little your annoying little bar is going punch. down just a little yeah. bit. Um, and so I, I noticed all that. Um, j- something Joe Rogan said that was really interesting is that he forces his opponents to fight off the back foot because oh, yeah. he's constantly backing you up so you can't regain your um, your footing in enough time to plant and punch. But I think that the same thing that is that has been impressive about him and that has allowed him a lot of victories ultimately will lead to is a weakness as well. Um, this chaos style that he kind of has. I think when you and you'll notice sometimes he even puts his head down when he's swinging, and it's not necessarily wild, but it's just like I think it sacrifices foresight because he's not looking at what you're going to do to counter it or evade it. He's just not letting you do anything, which is more. It's almost psychological in a way because once mm-hmm. you get over that, shit. once you get over that, it's the same thing. Like in, he fight, he fights the way he lives, I guess. Once you get over that and you see through it, you can hit him in a way that'll affect him later. And that's what Dos Anjos did to him. Dos Anjos caught him several times with some really good body shots in mm-hmm. the lungs, two uppercuts throughout the course, and he caught him with an uppercut in the knee once directly after one another. Oh, yeah. And that paid dividends later when he was able to take. Covington down yeah, super that, easily yeah. and then hold him there. Um, I think that Usman is much, and we saw what Usman did to Dos Anjos. And we saw what he did to Woodley. Yeah. He dismantled Woodley. And I was watching Woodley. I was like, eh, his power wasn't like that. I'm like, Nick, you lost, bro. And I yeah. know Woodley wasn't there mentally for the fight. Yeah. Because he's doing so much other shit. He's rapping. which he Oh, is not, he? He should not be rapping. <laughs> Listen, I can't rap, all right? I know I can't rap. I know my lane. Yeah, but like, but you listen to a lot of rap. I listen to a lot of rap. Yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I heard was just like, no, no, Winley, no, Woodley, don't. And he's acting. He was in the NWA movie. Oh wow! It's just on the low. I was watching. I was like, oh shit, Tyron Woodley. I gotta watch that again. What is he in like a studio or something? No, he's, he's just like there. He's like Ice Cube security guard. Oh. And then uh. He, He's doing all this stuff with TMZ and his broadcasting with the UFC. So he's out of the game, which is good. Yeah. Retired. You shouldn't do it for the full time. Trying to get him another fight right now. You know what? If you're like this right now, if you're into the broadcasting, you're doing all this other stuff, stop fighting. Yeah. Brain damage is not worth it. CTE is not worth it. Talking like Joe Frazier isn't worth it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Talking like Muhammad Ali when they were alive isn't worth it. Talking like who who can't talk right now? Fuck. Which one of them is can't? dead now yeah uh talking how- like charles barkley doesn't work right now <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah Us- usman yeah we he 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 embarrassed tyron woodley and he's a very strong guy like period and he's i mean the like his takedowns like he suplexes dudes yeah like he doesn't like you know there's a lot of these d- double legs and stuff but K- kamar usman is like once he gets a hold of you he it's just africa strength <laughs> literally it's just up and back down um, and I think that his combination of, and he's also good at body strength. When he fought Dos Anjos, I, I, I thought I was watching like, uh, like, a, like a fight scene in a superhero movie because he pinned him against the cage with his forearm. He had his forearm pressed on Dos Anjos' cheek, uh-huh. right? And he's got him turned and he's punching him two, four times in the kidney, bro. Bop, the kidney bop. in the back, bro. Well, I guess the liver then. The liver. He's kind of where it works. He's kind of working. He's in that kind of yeah. He's area. in that crevice of all yeah. the organs and all the meats yeah, and all yeah. the gross. Just the juices. 
So he's he's working the side. Boom, like five hits before, and he can't move because his head. I'm getting away. I'm getting excited. Uh, Dos Anjos can't move because his head is turned against the cage. So you know, thank you. Um, it was so. I think that like he definitely has that capability. He's 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 good at working the body, and yeah. he's got enough strength that once he once he wears Covington down. Um, he can uh, take him down. But you know what also I realized What's is up? kind of a general note is that real fighters fear grapplers. When he was fighting Lawler, when Covington was fighting Lawler and he kept taking Lawler down or getting in, you notice that it changed Lawler's game plan because mm. he was like, I can't do anything. I'm afraid that he's going to take me down and then I'm going to have to do all this work to get back up. And it's like you, you really get a sense for how that yeah. changes the game. Although... Like X was saying downstairs, sometimes all you got to do is hit him enough, you know, because they'll just as guys like Khabib, when he grapples you, he's not grappling you to ground and pound necessarily. He's going for a submission. Just, you know, there's a lot of striking opportunities that you can get in that we were talking about, like with uh, Tony Ferguson coming up. Yeah, Ferguson's going to fight that nigga off the back. He's gonna be like, <laughs> all right, fine, trap me, trap my legs. Flap, flap, flap yeah. the elbows. Yeah. But how do you feel about Usman and Covington? Where do you, where do you. I think Usman has just as much wrestling pedigree as. Covington does. Yeah. Um, I think they're around the same age, too, anyways. Um, they're equally matched when it comes to the wrestling, maybe not as much as the striking, because I think Usman hits harder. Mm. And I think mentally, because that's another aspect I like, I think that I don't think you can break Usman right now. No. Right now, I don't think mentally he's out of it. He's This is his first title defense. Right. He's hungry. He has a lot to prove. Yeah. And this guy Covington talks talks a lot of smack, yeah. But it's like baby smack. It's not even good smack. Yeah, you know he wears his MAGA hat. Yeah, and has a a a white girl that looks like that looks Latina yeah. on his arm doing his doing his little spiel, whatever, wearing the chains, whatever, hanging out with Donald Trump, doing his like baby jabber. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like Ali's jabber, which would like dig into your soul. Or Mayweather or Even McGregor. McGregor. Yeah. McGregor talked mad smack. He got people out of their heads. Yeah. Well, into their heads. No, he got people out of themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Who else is a good shit talker? Adesanya is a good shit talker. Mm. You know? There's an art to talking shit, and he doesn't do it well. Yeah. All he's kind of doing is, and I haven't even watched, because I was, it's like I was saying downstairs, you know, before we started recording, if there's one profession where I'm okay with you being a racist, it's the one where you can get beat up for it. Yeah. And so I don't care about Colby Covington's politics because if he's in a position to, you know, get taught a lesson, especially by a dark-skinned Nigerian black dude, then by all means. Well, hit him with the earth of Africa. <laughs> yeah. Hit that nigga with Wakanda and shit, bro. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, as far as Usman, I think that he has, uh, he has incredible raw power when it comes to his striking and grappling. And he also mixes it with these kind of unorthodox or dirty techniques. He does the foot stomping, the shoulder bumping, you know, stuff that's not going to get you DQ'd, but that you, that yeah, it's not like it's eye gouging. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he also has remarkable stamina and yeah. cardio. And one thing that I really like about him is when he gets you against the cage and he's grappling you, he uses the, uh, the, uh, the high underhook a lot. Oh yeah. So mm -hmm. for, um, if I can find a way to explain this is basically a, you're giving someone a hug but you're hugging their shoulders. Yeah, you're hugging under their armpits and you raise your um, their arms up over their heads. Yeah, so that they're hanging like a baby. 
and uh, a scarecrow thing. yeah exactly and um it's really effective for burning out your opponent's shoulders as they try to work out of it and he does that a lot um and then yeah he can just you know work the body mercilessly uh ruthlessly um i do expect well i don't know what to expect i I think it'll go five rounds i don't see anyone getting knocked out and if someone gets knocked out (laughs) she i think i think he could i think he could knock covington out i don't think covington could knock him out i do think that it could go the distance very easily um i think it'll be a good fight it's just about you know um as far as winning I'm not. I'm not thinking of what Covington could do to win because when I was watching, I literally when uh, the fights that I was able to watch because I don't have any ESPN Plus membership. So I'm Yo, fine. Slide us an ESPN Plus account or that Disney Plus account. Yeah, slide us slide us one in, in the DMs. We're always our DMs are always open. Um, Word. But yeah, I I wasn't able to find something that I could like pinpoint as being Usman's kind of like weakness or like something that he needs to work on as much as I could with Covington. I'd say maybe more. Technical boxing and striking, but his mm. coach is like a fam- is a Dutch kickboxing champion. I forgot the guy's name. Oh, okay. No, um, hooped, um, something hooped. I forgot his name. Uh. Fuck, now I forget. I don't know. <laughs> but it's hooped. It's okay. W H O O F T. So then they're Henry work- Hoop. Henry Hoop. There we go. Then they're working on it. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, it's nasty. But yeah, I I I mean, let's call. You want to pick someone and then uh, Usman decision. I'm gonna say Usman. probably unanimous. Oh, Usman by decision. Yeah, unanimous. I'm gonna I'm gonna get crazy and say Usman by knockout. Which round? Oh, uh, let's call it four. Round four. Or yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's call Try it. Find a happy medium. Yeah, I don't want to say five. I don't want to say three. <laughs> I don't want to say one. Yeah, no, that's that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, and, and then we have well, Max Holloway's fighting as well. Right. That one is not as interesting to me. Mm. He's fighting this um, Russian dude. Max Holloway's been losing a few times. Mm. He dismantled um, uh, Brian Ortega. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that nigga's pretty face up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Made that nigga look like E.T. with braids. <laughs> but the thing, I don't know too much about those two guys. Yeah, I just know Max Holloway's a great fighter. He's a champion. He's doing his thing. Yeah. But he's been losing a few times, and it's kind of looking rocky for him. Yeah. But on the feminine side... Yes. Amanda Nunez and Jermaine Durandamay. This joint oh, is gonna be shit. interesting. Talking about things now. This is this will be the second time that these two women have fought. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't, I don't know where J- Jermaine Durandamay is from, but Amanda Nunez She's, is from Brazil. I think no, Jermaine Durandamay is somewhere from Europe. Yeah. In like gotta uh, be because like kickboxing land in fucking um in the Netherlands or it's it's Dutch because the kick um kickboxing is big in uh, yeah. that part of Europe. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, like France is with uh, Savat, uh, Dutch kickboxing, and then there's you know of course Thailand. Right, right, yeah. Um, so these two, Amanda Nunes is on top. Of, is she champ right now? Who? Nunes. Yeah. Yeah. Double champ, one forty-five and thirty-five for yeah. the women's division. Yeah. She, she has two belts. Fucks them up. Amanda Nunes hits like a truck. Um, she came out the first fight I saw with her. She was fighting a woman named Cy- nicknamed Cyborg. Oh yeah, and Cy- yo Cyborg was in trouble with them roids. Mm. That's another case of um, uh, cutting weight was too dangerous for her. Um, Cyborg, it took a lot for her to get to one forty five. It for takes that a fight. Lot. She's a big woman. Yeah, she's big. And I remember watching her. She would sit in a hot bath <laughs> with salt. Yeah, just to trying drain to drain her it out. body, and she's crying. Yeah, crying in that brolic Brazilian <laughs> accent of hers. 
and it's really like tre- um, heart wrenching. Yeah. And so, but but then she was on the roids. Mm. At the same time as she was trying to cut. Yeah, she was on roids when she was in Strike Force. Oh, so what she does that do a, to the body? Yeah. I don't know what's up with her body because like that can't be good. You know. Yeah, it's it, the first time I saw Nunez fight. She was fighting Cyborg, and she, out the gate because immediately c- Cyborg. <laughs> Because <laughs> everyone was afraid of Cyborg. Right. Cyborg ran through. Every Her name is Cyborg. Like that's that's the level. She's Cri- knocked out almost every woman she's ever fought. Let me find her real name. Yeah. Uh, Keep, like, I think it's, it's Chris. Some, Chris something. Yeah. Chris like Christina something like that. Chris Cyborg. Yeah, she's Christian nasty. Christian Justino Venancio. Chris Cyborg. Yeah, she's just thirty four years old, five foot eight. 144.6 pounds, so she's featherweight. Uh, you and know, walking, she's probably like 160, 170. A black belt in Muay Thai, brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You know, she's a fight. Like, she could kill anyone. She looks like the dude from... Um, <laughs> First I'm of so- all, she looks like the dude off rip. You know, this is going to be disrespectful. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. But she looks like the dude from Kickboxer's sister. Let me say that. Oh, no. It's, like, if I'm... Um, <laughs> did you ever see Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, no. Nigga. I've heard of it. I know. I know. Nigga. It's a lot of B action movies I haven't seen. Like, I haven't seen Bloodsport either. Don't... <laughs> your, your you haven't seen Bloodsport? No, I haven't seen um what's that Michael Jai White movie? Blood I've and s- Bone? I haven't I've seen the scene where he fights Kimbo. That's all you need to see. Okay. It, all those other fight scenes are cool, but like that's all you need to see. Yeah. Um, did you see Undisputed? Did you ever see Undisputed? No. The 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 lowest in terms of like I guess. Because those are all shit movies, but they're like <laughs> they're, they're, fights. their fight scenes are great. I haven't even seen Ongbok. Have you ever seen Ong Nigga, what's up with you? I've seen Protector though. The Protector's great. Uh Fearless, Jet Li's Fearless. Okay. Hero. Hero, yeah. Um, I didn't see any of those. Oh, well, Fear, Fearless is Hero. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jet Li, not my kind of guy. You know, yeah. He's, he's, he doesn't do often. Well, actually, no. He was in, isn't he that Lethal Weapon movie? He was doing kind of like, no. he fights. He's in one of the Lethal Weapon movies. He's the best. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He is, he is, he is. Yeah. And he's also in the uh, that movie called The One where he's playing like. And he's also in the DMX movie. <laughs> There's like two. Oh, but he's in a movie with a DMX and Aaliyah. Um, Romeo Must Die. Ah, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. I've yeah. heard of that one. I, I, I'm sure it's not that good. But um, yeah, Cyborg looks like uh, 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 whatever <laughs> the dude or his sister that <laughs> you just said. She's a she's a hard looking woman is the point. And the and the fight started in the first round. Cyborg comes out swinging, mm-hmm. and Nunez observes that, takes a step back, bop, hits her, bop, 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 just hunts her, bop, keeps going, bop, bop, and you see. When you start seeing people, you watch anyone who hasn't watched, who doesn't fight or doesn't watch fights, and mm-hmm. you want to get into it, and you want to see when someone's about to get knocked out, watch the legs. Word. Because the legs give way first. If someone gets hit and their head snaps back. They do the stanky leg? Yeah, literally. Literally. If they start doing the stanky leg, if their knees go in towards each other, yeah. it's about to be a wrap, bro. Because that's what refs start looking for if they need to start uh, stop fights. And you'll see people get knocked out standing up. Oh yeah, you know, and, then, and not even necessarily fall, just like a TKO, you know. And she beat her inside of, you could probably find it inside in of forty-five seconds. Yeah, at the very least, at the most. Uh, versus Cyborg, um, it lasted. Come on, Google, talk to on. me, Google, talk to me, Google. Tell me something, Google. Thirty seconds in, Nunez caught Cyborg with a one-two, stumbling her before briefly dropping her with another right hand. 
So within inside of yeah, thirty seconds. Yeah, is when is when like it, it changed. Gangsta. So and most of her fights, she she put uh, Ronda Rousey out in she less than that. She put Ronda Rousey on her ass. <laughs> we just watched that. Watched it for like a few seconds. It's because that's as long it's as the sad. fight is. It's Yo, embarrassing. At, at the end, when she just when Ronda Rousey just stood there and like what? Yeah. Wait, I'm I'm good. She looked. <laughs> no, you not. <laughs> Herb Dean, the ref, had to come over and be like, all right, just chill out. Just Yo, my, 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 Stay there. My, my, the doctor's listen, coming. Listen, listen, listen. The doctor's coming. You bugging out right now. That bitch just beat your ass. <laughs> no, man. It's, it's, she's, she has a different kind of power. No one is, is hitting the way she is. And I don't even think a lot of the girls fighting are used to being hit the way she hits. Women? A lot of the women, thank you. A lot of the women fighting in that division are used to being hit the way that she hits. Um, so she's fighting this girl, woman. <laughs> Jermaine Durandamay. Jermaine Durandamay. And um, that, she's another skilled kickboxer, fighter, yeah. kickboxer with a Muay Thai background. Um, the problem with her that I have, and they both fought Holly Holm. Uh, Nunez also put Holm away. She just, she just stuffs, she just stuffs her, comp, her competition. Don't knock out Holly Holm. Holly Holm was a champion female boxer. Yeah. Kickboxer. She was the shit. Holly and Holm she, was the beginning of the end of Ronda Rousey. <laughs> she had, yo, she had Ronda Rousey contemplating suicide. For real? Yo, Ronda Rousey was really depressed about Absolutely. not being champion anymore, bro. It yeah. was really bad. Yeah. Damn, I just brought that up. Sorry, Ronda. No, I mean, I didn't know that. That's really. De- I mean, now she's thriving. I saw her on Ellen. Hopefully, now she's thriving in the you know WWE. And yeah, the, not good for her. <laughs> Should listen to your mother, stupid. Yeah, but honestly, should always listen to your mother. If you're lucky enough to have your mom listen to her, unless she's not giving you good advice, but usually moms are giving good advice. Usually, um, especially her mother. Right. So you know, we have, um, uh, uh, yeah, um, this woman who who put uh, Holly Holm. She didn't put her away, but went the distance with Holly Holm. But the problem that I had when they fought was that repeatedly. Jermaine Duranami hit her after the bell had rung. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was disrespectful. And she has this issue with that, which is kind of annoying considering the fact that she is a good fighter. She doesn't need to take cheap shots like that. And, like, she was giving Holm a hard time. But Holm um, was fighting back, though. It was a re- I had Holm winning that fight. I think she should have. I don't, I don't understand how Jermaine Duranami still got the decision after two times she hit her after the bell. And clearly, like, it was like whatever sound. It was like, bell. One punch was already on the way. Okay, I might get that, but then she deliberately threw a two. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? Um, but that being said, the first time Nunez and Durandami fought, I don't know if you watched that fight or were able to find any of no, it. No, I didn't see that one. I didn't even know they fought. Yeah, it, this turns out it's this is two. So um, it was over, I think, in the, maybe it was the first, but it was an early round because Nunez got a takedown and then was ground and pounding, but uh-huh. they, and they, it was a stoppage. But people felt like they may not that might not necessarily have been fair because um Durandame was still defending from the bottom. Yeah. There was a lot of elbows that were being thrown, a lot of, you know, heavy and hammer fists and stuff, but Durandame was able to deflect a lot of them because that's her background. She just wasn't able to get back up. And it was like I mean, she was down there for, I don't know, um, maybe a minute or a little under a minute. And event it was it's brutal to watch. I mean, you're watching Amanda Nunez, who's a big girl, um, so to speak, on top of Durandame. But not that brolic. No, no, and and I think she might have gained more weight for this fight. I would imagine they're at one forty five now. Back then it was probably one thirty five. There was no one forty five belt until like a year or two ago. Okay, so they're at one forty five now. Yep. Yeah. Nunez has these broad shoulders, like you know, she got bowlers for shoulders. This doorway back. So when she's uh, uh, when she's on top of 
Yeah. When she's on top of someone, you know, it, it, it's, it's brutal to watch. Um, but some feel that they shouldn't have stopped it. Regardless, going into this fight, I'm interested to see, you know, how... She don't want that woman ass. You think, you think it's going to be another first round? She don't want that woman ass. Probably. 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 I mean, I don't... I'm rooting for... I want to let it personally, like subjectively, I want Nunes to win because I'm just a fan. Um, and not just because she's like, you know... Um, popping right now, but because I think she's genuinely like she deserves both of those belts that she has. Fuck yeah! But um, the way she's ran through every female, cha- she's beat every and, female and champion. Unobjective, like un not unobjective, but unequivocally rather is the better way to say it. Like you know that she won. She whooped their ass either because they could not get back up or because she's she submitted three people, but everyone else has been like knockout, knockout, yeah. knockout. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you know, it's not it hasn't been by decision, so you can't dispute it. Um, <laughs> Which, because the decision is that her head hit the canvas. <laughs> that's that's the final I'm word. Being hit by her face. Yeah. Wait, hit by her hand. Yeah. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> no, hit by her face. If headbutts were legal in the UFC, that'd be uh, something are they? They were years ago, but there's a new um kind of like fighting style now called Lethway, and um, headbutts are legal now. What's it called? Uh, Lethway. It's Lethway. A, it's somewhere in um, Southeast Asia, like in Malaysia or some shit. Yeah. One of the other brother countries. And there, it's brand new, but it's basically bare knuckle Muay Thai with headbutts. I started watching a documentary series, or maybe it was just one movie, about um, how bare knuckle boxing is evolving in, oh, Britain, yeah. in England. Yeah, it's dope, man. They're dope. Um, but I think it's safer. Oh, it's, it's supposed like, to be safer for your your head, your brain, right? Yeah, not necessarily I, for your hands, but um, fuck my hands, give me my brain, man. Yeah, and honestly, you know, learn how to punch correctly. Don't punch like an idiot. Yeah. Also, it, it and aim your it'll it'll fine tune you exactly what I was gonna say. Better. Yeah. Fine tune you better. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But you'll be able to pick your shots. Yeah. You'll know the appropriate times to hit. Exactly. You're not gonna be out here swinging for the fences. You'll be able to pinpoint your strikes, find where to hit somebody. Exactly. Be technical with it. Don't yeah. be wild with your shit. Yeah. If you're wild with your shit, you're gonna have fucking little arthritis like, hands. Arthritis, fucking dinosaur hands, bro. Yeah. It's just gonna look crazy. Yeah. And and that's um, uh, yeah. One of the the psychological deficits of boxing, exclusive, exclusively training boxing, is that. You know, you get used to wearing these twelve ounce gloves on your hands, and those and that headgear. Yeah, depending on where you train, I you know, uh, I don't like that headgear. I don't like headgear. Yeah, what's your? Go ahead and dish your philosophy on headgear. It's uh, it gives you false protect. It's a false sense of protection. Mm. You're wearing this thing, and it's like three inches from your face. Mm-hmm. You know, it's around. You're wearing it it's on your head. It's like three inches from your face, and it just makes your head bigger, which makes it an easier target. Mm. I hit people way easier when they have headgear on. Right. I get hit easier when I have headgear on. Yeah, I keep my hands up. Right. You know, but it's still there. And all it does is protect you from getting um, busted, bruised, cut up. I should keep my hands up anyways. Yeah. You know, getting punched in the face, you know, be like, all right, let me keep my hands up. Yeah. But I keep my hand, hands up, I get hit with the... Um, with the glove onto mm-hmm. the headgear, my brain moves. Your brain still moves. Your brain yeah. is basically just a piece of meat. Yeah. And 
and liquid and yeah, fluid. And vinegar sauce. <laughs> vinegar sauce. <laughs> and it just sloshes around and bang against your skull. And now with the headgear on, there's more impact that it's receiving. Actually, yeah, it right? It starts because earlier. Yeah. yeah. You know, same thing with football. Mm. And same thing with uh, hockey and another sport that gets a lot of brain problems is soccer. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, hitting the ball with your head. Yeah, yeah, hitting the ball with your head. Yeah. So I would stop with the uh, headgear, um, put more Vaseline on dudes' faces to keep them from getting cut, mm. and maybe emphasize on proper technique and placing your punches. Which is, before we, you know, I don't know that anyone would uh, would flame our DMs about this, but yeah. it's not, we both obviously respect boxing. Of and course. And there are plenty of people who teach good boxing. Um, and there's plenty of gyms where like you, before you even see a pair of gloves, all you're doing is like, uh, uh, technical work and learning how to throw a punch learning and how to throw a punch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's important, but it is, it is, is interesting what to hit with. Yeah. You know? It's interesting to, to examine kind of like the, I guess the, the false uh, impressions we have of fighting and of striking, um, that we build up and even professionals, you know, um, can sometimes forget, I think, uh, because we all get comfortable. Yeah. We all try exactly. and find the most comfortable thing to do. Yeah. You know, what, how we feel like we're at our best. Yeah. Now, granted, if I was, for whatever reason, at a club and Floyd Mayweather was there and we got into a fight, you could break my jaw with a, with a right hook, I'm sure. Yeah. Without fine. a glove on. Um, but, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people coming up who just might think, might not make the connection between I have gloves on so my hands are safer so I can punch a little bit less technically. And, mm-hmm. and just remember to, I guess, refine. Now we're coaching you. <laughs> remember to, to refine your training when you don't have the gloves on. There, but, um, yeah, I, I think as far as Nunez and, and Durandame, um, I, you know, Nunez is probably going to take it, uh, especially because dub, yeah. especially because she is uh, she is a grappler. Durandame is not, um, or she hasn't demonstrated enough skill in that. And even if she's in camp for it, yeah. she's not going to make up for the experience gap between her and Nunez, who's a black belt in BJJ. Um, And if they're on their feet, it's going to be more even, but I still think Nunez will probably come out because she'll just overwhelm her. And also she, um, Amanda Nunez could fight dirty or dirty, Mm -hmm. the air quotes. Yeah. You know, we don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But I think she'll be able to smother her and put her in the clinch, kind of like on that Colby, on that Colby Covington, Khabib Khabib shit. Yeah. You know, just smother her striking because the random maid's long. Yes. She's really tall. You know, and she has a good reach advantage from her. And uh, I think Amanda Nunez can smother that. Yeah. The other thing about Durandame is from that, she's a traditional Muay Thai fighter, so she's very linear. She doesn't move around a lot. She's on her feet, and she's going in one direction, which is why the length benefits her because it's an arrow. Yeah. But she can't hit a moving target. Yeah, it's not a shotgun where it goes. Yeah, yeah. And Amanda's more like (laughs) a bazooka. (laughs) (laughs) She's Um, a nuke. So you so you you think what Amanda first round Amanda KO Nunez, Amanda Nunez, the most is the second round KO the most yeah you know um, if I'm wrong oh shit <laughs> oh shit I don't expect she'll beat her but if it, I don't even I don't think it'll go the distance I'm expecting nah. three rounds max Amanda Nunez by let's say submission. Just to spice it up. Just to spice it up? Yeah. I heard you, heard you, heard you. All right. So th- something you want to talk about was... Uh, what ifs. No, what, yeah, what, what ifs, ifs, right? Yeah. yeah. A bunch of uh, fights that may not happen or we wish could have happened or... Right. Hypotheticals. Yeah. Well, there's a one of the ones people always bring up is uh, 
Ali and Tyson, right? <laughs> we have to go there. <laughs> this immediately. Right there. <laughs> oh man. Uh, da, 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 da. Do we have to explain why? Why people want them? No, to no, fight? no, no. Like um, why we pick who we pick. Well, I kind of did spring this on you, so uh, we can just we're just spitballing right now. I might bring uh, it back later. I'd say Tyson. Okay, now I w- now I do want to hear why. Not that I would say Ali, but I'm interested. Uh, well, he he watched a lot of old tape. I'd say he watched a lot of old Ali tape. Well, let's I guess let's establish the rules, right? Okay, like, what are the rules? Because like, pound- what are the rules, Sway? <laughs> <laughs> so pound for pound round, right? It's like assuming that both of these boxers are a in their prime as far as age and are within each other's weight class, so that they would fight to begin with. Obviously, Tyson and Ali were, both were heavyweights. Yeah. Um. And we're assuming that they don't necessarily they don't know, each know other? Each about okay. each other. All right. as, yeah, in history, you know. So do they still fought who they fought previously before the fighting each other? Sure, like, as long as that doesn't conflict with the okay uh, first the timeline. <laughs> uh, I'd I still say Tyson because Tyson is a short dude and he had to fight tall guys. Like Tyson's like five ten, and he was fighting guys who were like six four, six mm-hmm. five. Ali was like six three. Yeah. They were all, you know, had the reach over him, had the height over him, had the weight over him. But Mike Tyson would just use those brolic tree trunk thunder thighs of his. Yeah, to get in. And get the, to get in and to get all the power from the earth and the core <laughs> of the universe. And pull it up. And just knock these niggas into their, out of their soul, bro. Right. And I think what's interesting is we kind of saw, um, who's the... I, you're gonna have to remind me the name. I feel terrible, but the guy who he fought after Ali, Larry lost. Holmes. Yeah, we kind of saw what it would be like yeah. when he fought Holmes. He even though Holmes up. was, even though Holmes was way over the hill, and not way over the hill. I not mean, way, not over way. The hill. He was over. Maybe not way, but he was old. He was overweight. He was right. Like he was, you know. I mean, he looked good in the fight to a certain extent, but he clearly couldn't hang with this kid my, who was twenty Mike Tyson years old. Tyson is twenty years old and a savage. Yeah. But we like yeah. To your point, we did see because Holmes was fighting kind of like Ali style, and Mike that. Tyson ran through niggas like the Taliban. <laughs> yeah, he wreaked havoc in the eighties, bro. Yeah, we were not even alive. Thank God. Yeah, imagine running into Mike Tyson in Brooklyn. Mm-mm. No thanks. The yeah. fact that I when I watched that fight, I didn't know how old he was. Then I looked it up after that. He's twenty. He's twenty one. We're the same age. I don't look anything like. Do you Mike hear Tyson. how we sound? <laughs> No facial hair, really, either of us. I've been trying to grow a beard for eight years. <laughs> Come on, bro. I can't grow shit. Um, I just got height. I'm good with height. But we got height. Yeah, we do have height. You know what I'm saying. But then when I think about as far as like contemporary, what about like Tyson versus Wilder? Ooh, that'd be interesting. Probably still Tyson. Tyson, yeah. Yeah, because Wilder is. Because Wilder is wild. Wild. <laughs> you know, he'll get under those big hooks of him and just crack him in the ribs. He'll put him out with a body shot. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll break him. He'll, he'll knock that nigga in the ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um what about uh Perno, what a gun sugar ray No, Leonard. No, no, no. Is that a good one? Let's go. You wanna try MMA? Because we more we know a little bit more about MMA fighters and boxers because all of all of them they're Time wise, yeah. age. I'm, you know more about both than I do anyway. Fault, but sure, fault, we can. No, it's it's not your fault because I'm I'm a, I'm baby. I am baby. Um, but yeah, MMA. I don't know who who would you want to see fight if they were in the same. Yeah, if they're in the same. Like, 
Yeah, that Damn. is interesting. Like uh, GSP and did has he fought McGregor? No, he hasn't fought McGregor. I don't think he would fight McGregor. Well, he would fight McGregor if it was like a good money fight, but I don't think that would happen. How old is GSP now? GSP is about to be forty. He, yeah, he's got to be pushing forty. But no, he, he the way he whooped Michael Bisping's ass. It didn't matter. Michael Bisping is is a, an amazing fighter, and he's been he was fighting for years, years before he became champion. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. McGregor, I lost a little bit of confidence in after his you know last couple like losses. Mm. You know, it's like, can you get that magic back when you from when you started, bro? Yeah. And he's fighting uh, Cerrone. I think he might win that fight. But, you know, we all thought uh, he was going to win that first Diaz fight. Mm. And then he got his ass whooped. So, like... Uh. No, but, and people didn't know what to think when he fought Khabib. Because it was like, I mean, we know what Khabib does to people, but it's Conor McGregor. Can he do the same thing to this? And he did. Yeah. Very, very much so. Yeah, he did. At, at first, it didn't look like he was going to be able to because Conor was keeping moving. But then he caught him with that overhand. Uh, Put him on his ass, left man. Him, I remember right? that. We were all hyped. Yeah, and then and then Connor backed up to the cage, which he shouldn't do. No, because that's that exactly guy. where he wants you to go. And then it was over from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of you know um, uh, interesting fights that that could be or could have been. I mean, I mean Adesanya and 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 John Jones. It's like that's gonna happen in like two years. Yeah. I really think that's gonna happen. I want it to happen. I'm just I'm just I'm just sad that you know black people in the UFC can't you know coexist coexist. Man, that's mad sad. Well, you have Usman and Adesanya chilling. I mean, because they're not well, in they the same. Bo- they, they both Nigerian. There's like two. Of, there's only two of them right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess they can't make them fight each other. Is he is Adesanya Nigerian or is he from South Africa? He's from Nigeria. Oh, okay. And then he moved to New Zealand. New Zealand, his, uh, right? Family. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, and they're and they're in different weight classes, and I think uh, uh, Usman is comfortable and good at the weight he is. Mm. Alasanya can't, and he's comfortable where he is now too. But he can move up. I don't think uh, Usman should move up because I think he should chill where he is for a while. He should chill. He should chill at um welterweight because a lot of the those middleweights are taller than him. Yeah, you know, and a lot of those middleweights are nasty. You know. Um, I forgot who's a middleweight and who's a monster. Um, that guy, um, uh, Darren Till, Yoel Romero, fucking, <laughs> the guy with no neck. <laughs> the hand of God. Word. Uh, who else? Damn. I fell off my UFC shit, man. School's a, school's crazy. Oh, man. This, so this, this, I just thought of something. This would be an What's interesting up? way to, to, to end, to sign off. Who's a, if you had to fight, if you, Jude, had to fight someone in the UFC right now. <laughs> like if you got recruited and they said they were going to pay you, I don't know, 10 mil to fight somebody, who would you want to fight? And who do you, th- not even who do you think you could beat? Cause that's crazy. But who do you, who yeah, would you want to fight? It's crazy. Um, Cause then people are going to be like, Oh, so you think you could, <laughs> you got everyone Same lining up you. at mil? Jefferson park to, to fight you. 10 mil. Um, all right. Who would I fight? Um, damn it! Uh, I got one person in mind, but I I, I sound like I smoke all the cocaine. Oh, um, oh I'm I'm oh please please tell us. <laughs> I think John Jones. Wow! Wow! Nah, because um I think I can learn a lot from him. Yeah, he is. Ba- he would basically be one of my worst nightmares. Someone my size with. 
come with extra skill. weight, with extra yeah. weight, with you know Who all that skill yeah. and that vicious men, uh, winning Kobe Bryant ass mentality he has. He's the LeBron of the UFC, bro. You know, <laughs> and he, the first loss he ever had was over disqualification, a bullshit disqualification, mm. like that um, twelve to sixteen oh, oh. up and down uh, elbow. Yeah, yeah, 12, 12 to six. Yeah, yeah. Did I say sixteen? You did. God damn, <laughs> I'm out of it today. Twelve to six, but um, yeah, I'd say John. I think I can learn a lot from him, and you know, if I lose. It's get, a good story. You know, I got the 10 mils, the cool stories, a nice little Rocky story. I'm right. like, you know. Y'all don't have to. Exactly. All my, all my, all my Stefanucci Creed shit. <laughs> you you yeah. don't have to work a day in your life ever again. You're chilling. You know. For 10 mil. And I'd say training wise, I'd train really hard and, you know, seafood would make sure my hands are up. Mm. <laughs> so I don't think I'll suffer that much brain damage. Maybe some body problems yeah uh probably you probably have to i mean i think i know what you meant by keeping your hands up around your face but as far as the dimensions of fighting i think your boxing is great thank you um so the only thing you would probably want to work on against jones is the wrestling and, and stuff. take down the fence you know yeah. and a lot of uh back jujitsu and you know positioning for my grappling yeah. Hope, you know finding a submission possibly yeah but you know mainly going for positions and once guys get to your height it's like jujitsu is ridiculous it's just two fucking noodles. octopuses <laughs> <in here. laughs> it's an octopus fight I think. Yeah. but um two squids just but you know and if you know i were to win i get the 10 mil and it'd be dope yeah you know i don't think i can lose in a john jones fight you know uh technically or morally yeah that's dope. So I'd say John Jones. I think um, for me, I would fight. He's actually not in the UFC. Um, he's in Bellator still, I think. But I would want to fight um, Michael Venom Page. I know exactly what you <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Justin. Just to see what that's like. Because and he kind of does. He, he and Adesanya remind me of each other in some ways with the showboating nature. Young, black, and braggadocious. Definitely. Young, black, and braggadocious. And MVP is disrespectful. He's when he mean, brought nigga. a Pokemon hat and rolled the Pokeball out. That was wrong, the son. And, and then stood a, up the peace <laughs> Bro, Like a little Japanese girl and shit. <laughs> Bro, he is disrespectful. Um, I would definitely want to fight him. I think, it, for real. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, That'd be fun, yeah. And it's interesting because like, even though, uh, you know, when it comes to the way I, I the way I spar, I do definitely change it based on who I'm fighting. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I kind of attempt to. I wouldn't say mirror. For, there's definitely points where I'm mirroring their style for a little uh -huh. bit. Until, Taskmaster, <laughs> <laughs> low key. Oh, maybe that should be my nickname. The, yeah, Taskmaster. That's kind of dope. But um. <laughs> Oh, wild, good like lord that. I'm getting FaceTimed not now mom <laughs> we're about to wrap up but yeah point is uh, Michael Venom Page boy come home that would be a lot of fun um, so yeah I guess well, we wouldn't necessarily do song of the week because this isn't a, a standard episode but you know we can do song of the week still you, I okay. think so I'd do it oh real quick uh, R.I.P. Um, Juice World. yeah yeah Def that happened to you know on the day that we're recording, um, which is the eighth of December. Jesus Christ! Man. Really tragic. Twenty one years old. Poor kid. Man. And I, you know, even though I wasn't like listening to his music, I'd heard a few things, and I thought, you know, he he had um, some talent as much as like I was listening to the kind of the guys in his generation of of, of rap and and in his generation, dude, it's our ours. Generation but now, I mean, bro. I'm talking He's about 21. hip hop generally. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so that's that's definitely um, uh, a tragedy. Um, song of the week. Songs of the week. Songs of the week, man. Maybe Spotify Wrapped helped you. Um, bro, I don't have Spotify. Out. I have Apple Music. Oh right, bitch ass niggas. Um, let me see what's something random I can think of. Game put out an album that was dope. Uh, should I say something from that? Uh, it was a good album, but it wasn't my favorite thing in the world right now. Uh, <laughs> it's good though. I love Game. Game is the. You know what? I'm gonna pick a game song. Uh. How we do from his first album, the documentary. That was like the f- one of the first few rap songs I was listening to. Mm-hmm. I was like six years old when that came out. It's Interesting. Fire. Yo, how we do is one of my f- is, yeah, it's like top ten, one of my favorite songs. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I was listening to a lot of Joey Badass recently. Ooh. Um, I went back to Before the Money. Um, oh yeah, or badass. Yeah, so I think um, I'm gonna say Hazel's view uh-huh. right now. Um, nice. But this is actually a, uh, just a, a nice point to uh, plug our next episode. We're really excited about it. We're bringing on not one, two, three, but four guests uh, for a roundtable on the end of the year and the end of the decade Wait. in music. No, it's it's Amir. Asia, Zoe, Abril. Oh, shit, it's four. Yeah. Um, I'll fuck <laughs> So we're going to have four guests. Uh, we're going to be uh, just chatting about um, our experiences growing up with some of the music um, that we uh, liked, and we're really looking forward to it. So um, please tune in next time. We're going to be uploading that, if everything goes according to plan, December 23rd. Uh, recording it on the 22nd. Uh, if you guys liked us talking about people punching each other in the face, slide into our DMs at HVO Pod on Instagram and let us know. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, you can also um, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and not SoundCloud because they have a <laughs> limit on how much you can upload. Our first two episodes Fuck are SoundCloud. on SoundCloud. But you can listen to us. Uh, you can find our first two episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, Look at your generic uh, Telecaster voice. Yeah, <laughs> that, that nice. Yeah. Like. just very neutral. <laughs> um, and uh, listen, it's the we're coming down to the last two weeks of the semester. Once again, keep pushing if you're still in school. Yo, what are you working on, real quick? I'm sorry, I know we're trying to wrap it up, but what, yeah. uh, what's something for our viewer, for our listeners? What are what are some of your finals? What are you working on? Oh yeah, I have. Um, I'm in a writing comics and graphic novels class, so I have to submit a 30 page draft of a comic. What, 30 pages, nigga. Damn. Yeah, I've done about seven, so <laughs> but we're fine. It's I'm. You're I'm, fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. I'll figure it out. Uh, and then I have to also do a 10 page social psychology paper that I've already done five pages of. And I got a ten out of eleven on my draft, so I just had to keep doing what I was already doing. Respect, huh? thank Respect. you. Um, and then I have a Japanese test, a final, and they have a uh, history of film final. Dope. Um, well, how about you? I got a sociology final about I think it's um, Max Weber and Karl Marx. I got um, I have a paper to do for my political science class, which is basically I have to um, do three to four pages about an is- a political issue that I think is the most important. Um, which I don't know what that, which one that is right now, because a lot of things are very vital. I'm just like, fuck, yeah, that's the right one, and I have to do it on two philosophers, so I have to um, make them work with it. Yeah, and then I'm doing my, uh, I have a piano final. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I have a Western Civilization final. I smoked that paper. <laughs> well, I don't know if I did though or not, but uh, I got it done and I brought it in, so that's me smoking it right now. Nice. And then I have uh, my seventh to twelfth page. 
um, paper on the decriminalization of all drugs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's uh, pretty deep. I I almost lean towards full legalization of drugs, but I I, I was I already picked the de- uh, decriminalization. I didn't want to get too too deep into it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk about it another time. But that's I'm, another podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Wish podcast. us luck. We are Harlem's heroes. Signing off. Peace. Deuces.